It's Monday, October 10th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today back here at Goodwill Talk Daily. And, uh, you know, for the last few days at the, at the podcast, at this daily devotional, we actually read through the book of Revelation, and I hope that you enjoyed that. I know it's uh, it may lead to some kind of dark uh, mornings as you go through all those judgment texts and we hear about the wrath of God in, in really graphic ways, uh, but it's a book that, that comes along with a blessing, uh, which is why we're preaching from it and teaching from it and, and why we spent that time reading through it. Uh, so I pray that that was beneficial for you and that you were able to enjoy our time together in the book of Revelation. Uh, we're going back to 2 Timothy now, and over the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be finishing this book up, and then we're going to be doing some different things before the end of the year, and we'll, we'll start a brand new full-year study in January. But don't worry, we'll still be here every day with some devotionals, we'll be looking at maybe some Psalms and some things in the Old Testament to, to give us a little bit of a break from the New Testament before we dive back into a full study again in January. So this is something that will continue with you for as long as you want it. So I'd love to hear from you. If you're blessed by this, if you're encouraged by this ministry, please let me know. And uh, we will continue doing this for you um, as, as our gift to your walk with Jesus Christ. We're in 2 Timothy today, chapter 4. I'm going to read for us verses 9 through 18, and uh, then we're going to be talking about just one little phrase, but one person that I think bears uh, some discussion, an important person in the faith um, that maybe we can be encouraged by. 2 Timothy chapter 9, or sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 4, starting in verse 9. Do your best to come to me soon, for Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Cretans has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas, and also the books, and above all, the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first offense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed, and all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today we've reached the uh, portion of the text where we're talking about Luke. Luke alone is with me, Paul said. You can imagine Paul in a Roman prison. This is not the same house arrest that we see him in Acts 28 when he's kind of closes Luke's letter as someone under house arrest. After um, that time in house arrest, he'll be released. He'll go and do another missionary journey that we don't have a lot of information about in Scripture, really none in Scripture, but little snippets here and there from church tradition. Uh, but he'll be arrested again, and he'll spend these final days in a Roman prison, and it is, it is a, uh, a brutal, brutal experience for him. Everybody has left. Either he sent them away or they've abandoned him. But Luke is still there. Luke, the physician. We know he's a physician because uh, he's mentioned as such in some of other, uh, Paul's other letters. He will write to people and say, hey, Luke, the physician greets you. Luke, the physician says hello. Uh, Luke is somebody who is Greek. Um, he, he does not have uh, a Jewish heritage. 
So he's a Greek con- convert to Christianity and uh, is somebody that works with Paul to help Paul. Paul has this thing called the thorn in the flesh, and we don't know what it is. In fact, we're not supposed to know what it is, but most likely it's some kind of a physical malady, which is why he has a doctor with him. He's a doctor with him to care for him, to help him. And even if he didn't have this physical malady, when we read about some of the things that Paul went through, we're like, yeah, a doctor would have been good. Uh, The amount of snake bites and shipwrecks and the amount of beatings he took, he needs a doctor to help him with his ministry. And, And this tells us a little something about Luke. Luke is not a spotlight guy. He's a behind the scenes guy. He's not the one who's there gonna preach to the masses. He's not Paul. He's not leading church services. He is serving quietly behind the scenes for the sake of the preaching of the word. And this behind the scenes guy ends up writing a gospel and the book of Acts. It appears that he's getting funded from a guy named Theophilus to go about and learn some of these things, um, to, to gather manuscripts and do eyewitness testimony and figure out, all right, what exactly happened with Jesus in the early church? But we also know that he spent some time with Paul, perhaps being paid by Paul as the doctor to to go with him on his missionary journeys. And he's one of the last people to accompany Paul when he dies a martyr's death. Behind the scenes ministry is crucial, crucial in the proclamation of the gospel. Preaching of the word is the centerpiece of worship. But just because it's the centerpiece of worship, it doesn't mean that the other works aren't important. We need people serving behind the scenes in churches. We Ministers need help with behind the scenes things. I mean, as, as a pastor myself, I can tell you how much better off things would be um, if there was an administrator who was able to help me deal with all of the things I've got to do in emails and talking to people and scheduling and making sure I don't miss appointments and all of that. You know, to have a helper is key. To have a helper is important for the sake of the ministry. So many people, it seems, want to be the guy, the main guy up there. But I really value people who want to work behind the scenes. We have some here at Goodwill Church, and we, we shout them out once in a while. And, and if, if I do that in this conversation right now, then they're going to be upset because I put a spotlight on them and they don't want a spotlight on them. But there are people who make the coffee and, and put out the cookies and clean there are people who will quietly uh, meet the needs of the, of the hurting in our congregation. They'll provide money or they'll provide their, their presence. Behind-the-scenes service is crucial for the work of the ministry. And so I, I want to encourage you. Maybe you're someone who's like, oh, I'd love to serve the Lord, but I can't. I don't like public speaking. I don't like being up front. Take heart. There's a place for you. There's a place for everybody in the body of Christ. The person up front is no better or no different than the people who are serving behind the scenes. In fact, the people who serve behind the scenes are noticed by God. He sees you, and he is blessed by you, and he will bless you in return for the things that you do for his kingdom's sake. And so I want to speak to you who serve behind the scenes. Know that you serve in the tradition of Luke, who was a doctor, to help Paul on his ministry to ensure that Paul could continue the work of planting churches and preaching and leading many to Christ and doing the work of discipleship, Luke's ministry was a helping ministry. And through that helping ministry, countless lives were changed. Don't denigrate your work. God doesn't. Don't think, oh, I only do this small thing. 
No thing is too small in the kingdom of God. So serve the Lord in the fullness of what he's given you. Many of you behind the scenes, for the sake of the gospel, for the glory of Christ, that Jesus, the new good news of Jesus Christ would be proclaimed to all who would hear it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for those who serve behind the scenes. I'm so grateful for the many, the many servants that we, many of us would never even meet. We wouldn't even know they serve this way. They serve quietly, but they serve you. They are like Martha, serving you, giving all they are for your sake. They are like Stephen the deacon who tended tables and yet became the first martyr. Lord, you raise up those who serve in small ways. You glorify those who give you glory by serving behind the scenes. So I pray that people would be encouraged to serve, that they would look for ways to serve in even small ways for your glory's sake and for their own good. Father, give us many people like Luke who aren't striving for the spotlight, but simply want to serve you in whatever way they can. We love you. We thank you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with me today. We'll see you right back here again tomorrow at Goodwill Talk Daily.